Welcome. You're listening to Uncommon Sense, and I'm Doug Morgan, and today we're going to be looking at the question, what do you mean Black Lives Matter? (laughs) Uh, But first, let me just uh, say that that we really appreciate all of your support. Uh, This podcast wouldn't exist without you uh, listening and supporting us. Um, if if uh, you haven't already, please go ahead and hit the follow button, and that way you can hear more. Uh, we try to do about three a week, and we t- cover subjects that may be considered uh, third rail subjects <laughs> oftentimes, uh, but uh, involve Christianity and politics and how the two mesh. And today we're definitely going to be looking at something that uh, we kind of touched on a little bit last time. And uh, we, we talked about how in an attempt to, to show others that we are not racists as Christians, we oftentimes we open ourselves up to being manipulated by political movements. And one of those movements, I would suggest, is the Black Lives Matter movement. But before we, we look at that, uh, let's, let's take a look at um, maybe what we mean by Black Lives Matter. And, and first of all, the Black Lives Matter is definitely a catchy phrase, wouldn't you say? Uh, and, and in fact, so oftentimes as we see with these type of things, uh, they, there is a nugget of truth here. Something that we can say, well, okay, that's true. Um, I mean, black lives do matter, right? I mean, in other words, black lives, uh, they do have value. And, and Christians definitely, uh, um, probably more than anyone else, definitely know the value of life and 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 understand the value of life so yes black lives definitely have value um and and so that nugget of truth is something that oftentimes we can say okay well maybe this is something that we can support but when we say black lives matter there's there's a couple things that that come come to to the surface and number one is the phrase means different things to different people there, the, the phrase Black Lives Matter is a phrase that encapsulates uh, a, a resistance to different forms of racism that, that black people in the U.S. can experience. Uh, so in other words, Black Lives Matter can mean a movement or an anti-racial movement to people, um, not necessarily an organization, though that movement can be somewhat organized, um, but it can also mean, Black Lives Matter can mean to uh, some people, it can mean an organization, the actual Black Lives Matter. There is an organization called Black Lives Matter. And so that's a second thing. And that's what we're going to focus on today. We're going to take a look at the Black Lives Matter organization. And let's take a, let, let's take a look, a little closer look at that and what they've said directly from their website. Let's, let's start there because anytime that we want to, to look closer into things and we want to understand truth, which is what we do here on this podcast, we, we dig into truth. We want to know not just what we believe, but we want to know why we believe it. And in order to do that, in order to pick out truth, then, then one of the things that you have to do is you have to go directly to the source where you can. And, and so that's, that's what I did. I, I went directly to the Black Lives Matter website, their own website. Now, I will preface this with some of what um, they had on their website earlier, even this year, is no longer there. They've, they have kind of um, sanitized it, <laughs> for lack of a better word. Uh, but, uh, but what we're going to be talking about has either been there on their website or is there currently. So, so let's take a look. Um, and, and, and before we do that, let me say this, 
that Ephesians 6.12 says this, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over the present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. You see, even if we do encounter individuals that are totally against what the Bible says or what we believe, um, that, that we are still to love them. As, as Christians, we are to love everyone, everyone, including those that want to be our enemies. <laughs> uh, that's, that's for another podcast. But, but, but we are to even love our enemies and those that want to be our enemies. And, and that can mean white supremacists. Um, we are to love everyone. It doesn't matter how wrong they are in their opinions. It doesn't matter how sinful they are in their actions. We are to love everyone. And that is a mandate that we definitely see in Scripture. And, and obviously here in Ephesians 6.12 is one of them. Uh, but when we take a look at BLM, or Black Lives Matter, um, we, let's take a look at wh- how they started as an organization. They started, and they, and they even say right on their website that they, ha- they started over the Trayvon Martin shooting in Ferguson, Missouri. Now, you may remember this uh, from a few years back. Uh, this, this was a, a police shooting of a, of a black individual. Uh, and and you, you probably remember it because of the phrase that came out of it, hands up, don't shoot. Hands up, don't shoot was plastered all over, um, I mean, bumper stickers, I think I saw it at some point. But, you know, uh, NBA players had, TV, had, had T-shirts and, and warm-up jerseys with, with, you know, hands up, don't shoot on it. Hats were everywhere. Um, the problem with that is that it didn't happen. Yes, the shooting happened, but hands up, don't shoot didn't happen. He 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 wasn't running away from the police, yelling hands, you know, with his hands up and and yelling don't shoot. That actually didn't happen. That was a made-up story. He was actually going for the gun of the police officer, believe it or not, at that point. But anyway, again, another podcast. Uh, but the the actual uh, reason for Black Lives Matter uh, starting as an organization, actually was on a false premise. Uh, Black Lives Matter uh, says that they are a political organization. They, they definitely uh, are a political organization. They aren't uh, any, anything else that m- you might romanticize about. They, they are a political, and they work for political purposes. Uh, they are a political organization working for that purpose. Uh, in fact, they even say we are unapologetically black in our positioning. Now that's kind of interesting in itself, because if I said that this podcast was unapologetic, unapologetically white in in our positioning, would you consider this to be a white supremacist podcast? Uh, would would I be considered a a, a racist because? I am unapologetically white. Well, they are unapologetically, if I can even say the word, black in their positioning. Uh, they say we are aware of the different ways that we are impacted or privileged as black people who exist in different parts of the world. Okay, They promote transgenderism. They say, quote, we do the work required to dismantle cisgender privilege. Hmm. Uh, now, 
this is where we start to see some variance off of what uh, we thought maybe this organization should be or is um, because they promote transgenderism. What, what does that have to do with the black community? In other words, uh, racial um, disharmony or whatever the case may be that, that we, we thought maybe this organization should be or was, suddenly we start to see some, some other things that, uh, that creep in here. Um, and, and here's another one. We, they, they claim to be family friendly. We are family friendly, they put in there. But we also see in there that they have, we disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family structure requirement. Okay, so let's take a look at this. The dictionary definition of nuclear family is, it's a noun, and it's a couple and their descendant children regarded as a basic social unit. Okay, so what does that mean? <laughs> it means that they are against a basic social unit where children are raised by their parents. That parents should not be the ones that are the sole focus of children growing up and how they learn and, and how they grow that 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 basic social unit is what they are against and they are working towards disrupting or doing away with. Now that should be alarming to you um, when you start to think about this because uh, and, and, and you may say, well, they can't they can't possibly mean that, Doug. Uh, well, let's let's read on. Um, it says that. By supporting each other as an extended family and villages that collectively care for one another, especially our children. Okay, <laughs> it doesn't get much clearer than that. So, in other words, what they're saying is that instead of parents being the dominant force in how a child grows and understands and learns that it is a village. It takes a village, Hillary Clinton's, it takes a village. These are communes. These are collectively caring for children, especially their children or our children, as they put in it. What does our mean? Well, it means black children. That they believe that this village or this commune type setup is how a child should be raised. Now, that doesn't send off you know, alarm bells. Uh, I mean, obviously, we, we, we've seen this type of scenario uh, uh, tried and failed on many occasions throughout history. Um, you know, we have, um, we, we've seen it in communism, obviously, that, that where they would, um, they would take the, the children out of the home and they would indoctrinate them there. Um, Church of Scientology type of uh, scenarios where uh, the parent isn't the one raising the children, that it's, it, it is the uh, organization that raises and indoctrinates that child. Um, we see it in a, in a lot of different ways, but, but the, the fact that what they're wanting to do and what they're actively working towards doing is disrupting or dismantling the family structure is something that is completely unbiblical and something that we need to definitely take a look at when it comes to this organization. 
what else? They say that we foster a queer-affirming network. When we gather, uh, we do so with the intention of freeing ourselves from the tight grip of heteronormative thinking. So again, this is a, um, a, a major support of uh, homosexuality or, or anything other than heterosexual uh, type of thinking. Um, and, 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 and let's, let's look a little bit closer here. They also have hashtag what matters, uh, 2020. That's a BLM, uh, hashtag. Uh, and it says that this will focus on issues concerning racial injustice, policy, uh, police brutality, criminal justice reform, black immigration, economic injustice, LGBTQIA plus and human rights, environmental injustice access to healthcare, access to quality education, and voting rights and suppression. Okay, now this is a list. You could, you could have pulled this right off of a, a, a Marxist playbook right here. This is very Marxist. This is, these type of things are, um, are, are undoubtedly very much uh, designed to, to um, not be... Uh, capitalistic, not 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 uh, uh, not be in harmony with with the way that our society is set up here in the, in the U.S. and and you know I wish we had time here to to go into each one of these. We don't. Uh, maybe another podcast, but uh, but that, but but just understand that this is definitely right out of a Marxist playbook uh, when it comes to how to form a society. Uh, they also say that we affirm the lives of black, undocumented folks. Uh, so it's not uh, any other race other than simply black people that are breaking the law to try to get into our country. And no matter what, what you, you uh, believe as far as undocumented people or illegal aliens, uh, th- this is something that, that basically says we support people who are breaking the law to try to get into our country. Uh, they also promote hashtag uh, defund the police, and so uh, that that is a whole another uh, arm of of BLM or Black Lives Matter, and so these are these are the things when you go directly to their website, those are things that that you can pull right off of their own um, description of themselves. Now, what do we see when it comes to Black Lives Matter and what they are doing? You know, uh, obviously, outside their website, uh, well, they call for anarchy. I mean, when they when when you say no justice, no peace, and and dismantle this system, uh, then then that you're you're calling for uh, for an anarchy to rule and reign. Uh, BLM is explicitly called um, for dead cops and lynching of white people. And you may say, boy, you know that just seems extreme. Well, uh, let me give you uh, some examples uh, at at a, a 2016 protest in Portland, Oregon. Attendees told protesters to evade the law and murder cops if they feel that they have been targeted by an officer for a crime that they did not commit. Um, they, they chant pigs in a blanket, fry him like bacon. And, and uh, you know, what, what do we want? Dead cops. When do we want it? Now. I mean, these, these are chants from BLM organized um, protests and, uh, and from BLM leaders. Um, in fact, uh, you, you can actually go onto uh, YouTube and you can see uh, a uh, conversation with a BLM radio host 
who agrees with a caller demanding that white people be sacrificed for allegedly racially motivated police brutality. The the caller suggests that after black people murdered an innocent uh, white person, that they should hang them from a tree, take a picture of it, and send it to the MFers. Now this is a <laughs> this is a uh, family friendly show, and so if you don't know what MFer is, then you can email me, and I will I, I will uh, inform you. But uh, but the simple fact that 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 the radio host would agree with this caller, saying that you should do this kind of thing. I mean, how wrong is that? Uh, you don't have to be a Christian. You don't have to have have you know the morals of a saint in order to understand how wrong that is. And and Black Lives Matter leaders, uh, they you know they uh, obviously say that they support abolishing all police. I mean that that comes right from the New York Times article uh, June twelfth of this year, 2020. So BLM, ha- we see that, that this is an organization that isn't necessarily lining up with biblical values. Uh, in fact, one of those things, they, they push for segregation. Uh, in, in 2015, activists at the University of Missouri demanded uh, a blacks-only healing space. And in this blacks-only healing space that they did get, that their white allies and sympathizers of their cause were kicked out because of the color of their skin. Um, BLM has has, uh, refused to even uh, sell white supporters of their movements t-shirts because of the color of their skin. You know, BLM leaders have, have even said and acknowledged the fact that they're trained Marxists. Again, you can, you can, you can find uh, where they, literally tell you that they are trained Marxists. And if we, if you need to, to understand a little bit more about Marxism, obviously we've done a podcast on that already, not, not too long ago. And you can go back and listen to that and why that is not a biblical form uh, of, uh, of an economic system or, uh, by, by any means. Um, but BLM and, and, and white supremacists, really, when you take a look at this, BLM and, and, and white supremacists actually have some things in common because if you look at the black leadership uh, just not more than than a few years ago you would see let's say Martin Luther King him say that we should not see the color of someone's skin that that's not what we should look at primarily that what we should look at is the character look at their character of the person and that's what you should predominantly see when you see a person. But yet, the leadership today of the black community in, in, in form right here, in, in the form of Black Lives Matter, have done a 180. And they have actually said, hey, we want to be segregated. We want to be set apart. We want you to see the color of our skin and, you, and, and group us according to that color. You see, white supremacists, they, they, they want segregation. Right? They, they, they would like to be segregated out and have white-only bathrooms and black-only bathrooms and, and this type of thing. And, and what do we see when it comes to Black Lives Matter? The exact same thing. We want to be segregated out and we want to be seen as black and we want to have our own black things. Race is a tribute to who they are. You see, they want to be identified and they identify themselves as black first and foremost. And that's not biblical. 
That is not a biblical concept. God has has made all of us, and He made us individual, and He made us unique. Every single one of us is unique. And we are unique even amongst those that have come before us and who will come after us. We are a unique individual, and yes, we have similarities, and yes, there is race, but that is not who we need to identify as, that we are a person, we are uh, children of God, and we uh, are, are, are a creation of that loving God. And to segregate ourselves out and identify that as our primary identifying factor, that is not biblical. Now, according to the FBI, a black person has over 10 times, they are uh, over 10 times more likely to be killed by another black person than a white person. Now, I say that statistic here to say, is that not more of a threat to Black Lives Matter than, I don't know, police brutality as far as uh, maybe even, um, you know, the, the racism of, of, of supremacy? I mean, I, I don't know how many people are being lynched from trees today just because they're black. And yet, there is a threat to black lives in the form of other black individuals killing black individuals. And how is BLM and and their call for defending police going to help that? How how is that defunding of, of police going to help their biggest threat to black lives? Now we're going to dig into this a, a little bit more next time. But as an organization, I cannot see how we can support, as a Christian community, how we can support the organization of Black Lives Matter. And I would love to hear from you. If, if, you, can, uh, if you can justify that, if you, if you can show me something that, that I have not been able to find, um, I would love to hear from you. And uh, an, an email uh, is the best form. Uh, that email address is fouruncommonsense at gmail.com. That's four, F-O-R, fouruncommonsense at gmail.com. Uh, I will respond to everything. And, 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 and if you have even a question that doesn't even have uh, or pertain to anything that we've talked about here, uh, please go ahead and send those along, those questions, comments, uh, whether you agree, you don't agree. Uh, you know, like I say, I will respond to all of those personally, either by email or, you know what, uh, you may even make it on an, on a future podcast, uh, and we would answer that question that way. Uh, but look forward to to those uh, uh, those responses and, um, and, and 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 a search for the truth, which is what we are striving to do here with this podcast. Uh, have a great weekend, and thank you for listening.